Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Empire. Exercise doesn't have to be a chore. They're not talking about, hey, look at how well I did on this leaderboard or how many calories I burned. They're talking about, man, that was so fun beating you at this point, scoring this many points, killing those bugs. Like, that's what they're talking about, which is the actual workout itself. And, um, yeah, it kind of makes sense. That's Andy Huang, founder of Averon, creator of a rowing machine that has incorporated original gaming. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. It was really only a matter of time where smart machines incorporated gaming to induce more people to exercise and make the experience of staying in shape more fun. Andy Huang is just one of the first founders to actually make that happen. Our guest this week is Andy Huang, who is the founder of Averon, which is a connected rowing machine that is built on an advanced gaming platform that they believe will be part of the future of fitness and entertainment merged into one. Hey, Andy, how are you? I'm good, Bram. Thanks so much for having me today. Uh, tell me a little bit about the machine itself, and then we'll get into the idea behind it. But but what is Everon? Yeah, like you said it really well, we are a connected rowing machine. But instead of your studio instructor classes like some of our competitors, you know, we focus a lot on fully animated multiplayer video games, races, and competition. Uh, so just imagine you're running away from zombies with your friends or blasting bugs or racing against them with the gas. Huh. Is this um, original games that your company is creating or are you partnering with other gaming companies to integrate their content into your machine? That's a great question. So we are currently making all the games and content in-house. So our team is composed of ex-Unity developers, uh, all from the gaming world and kind of bringing them over into the fitness world. That's interesting. Why did you want to go that route? Why didn't you want to go with other groups that have games that might already be popular on the marketplace? That's a good question. I think it'd be, you know, what we're doing that's unique is, uh, you know, the controls that you have for fitness aren't the same that you would have for like an Xbox or a PlayStation. Uh, so we've had to build the games in our own gaming uh, psychology um, to work with the fitness equipment. So that's kind of why you're, you're not able to just kind of port over your favorite games from Nintendo over to uh, any piece of fitness. So the games themselves are part of the workout? Is, is that the best way to put it? Yeah. So maybe I can give you uh, like one or two examples of some games that we do have. Um, and I'll give you kind of a, an idea of how, how they're played. Yeah. So one game we have, for example, is called uh, Bug Blaster. So you're doing this with up to three friends. And the way it works is every time you pull on the handle, you're finishing your stroke, and that's when you fire your weapon to kill some bugs. <laughs> and the stronger you pull it, the you know the stronger your your firepower. But the game isn't just about speed or power; it's really about timing and strategy because you get the points when you do the final killing shot. So you want to 
wait for the bugs to kind of have lower health. So your friends are doing most of the work and then you want to come in for the kill. So that's kind of how the, the game dynamics for one of our games work. Okay. So I have a lot of questions of how this came about. Um, what's, sure. your, what's your background? Like, how did you, how did you come to this? Yeah, that's, uh, I, I've always been big into fitness. I think um, that's kind of where it started is being very active my entire life. I was a high level martial arts competitor for like over two decades. And I read about Peloton in an article and I thought that's a great idea. You know, being able to work out at home uh, whenever I want, have a great workout. So I, I bought the Peloton bike, but found myself not really, uh, the, the experience didn't resonate with me. But what did resonate with me as growing up was playing video games. I really wanted to marry two of the things that I really enjoyed, which was fitness, more specifically the competitive side of fitness with uh, gaming. And that's kind of how we brought it together. So on the gaming side, it is, it's not just pure entertainment to get you through the workout. There is a competitive part of this as well with other users. Yeah, exactly. So I can kind of break down like the, the product gaming side is really two aspects. So of course we have actual games itself, like I just explained. And then we have the gaming ecosystem that uh, our system is built on. So every time you finish a workout, we have high scoreboards, like the old school arcade days. Uh, we have, monthly challenges. Every minute that you work out on a rower, you earn one Avron achievement coin, which you can use to make in-game purchases like upgrading backgrounds or vehicles uh, or weapons, all that type of stuff. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, since my son's very much into Fortnite and games like that, I'll tell you what I want is I want a skin that makes me look really, really good. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what you can do. You can upgrade your, your skins in the game. Uh, weapons, your upgrades, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. So you were really into fitness. You were really into gaming. You decided to kind of marry these two things. Were you ever an engineer? Were you ever a programmer? Like, how did you, how did you put these two things together to make? I mean, these these seems like these were likes of your life that you married. Were you were you doing either one of those things? Sort of. So the. Let me back up and say that, you know, in hindsight, it's, uh, it's a lot harder than I thought it would be, you know, uh, coming into both hardware and, and the consumer space is, is definitely a challenging um, feat. Uh, and I didn't really know how challenging it would be in the beginning. So it, it's been a great learning experience for me. Uh, my experience has been in primarily business. My family owns, um, my family's a long line of entrepreneurs. and My father owns a very successful business with about 150 employees. He does hardware software, but in the video surveillance business intelligence space, so sort of hardware software. Uh, and so I worked there as a chief operating officer and really understood, you know, the development side and the product side. And that's kind of what helped me build this business, but I'm not technically an engineer uh, by trade or anything. Your group had sent uh, a bio about you and they described part of this as when you were younger, you were dealing with ADHD and you used exercise, you know, as part of one of the ways to kind of cope with it and get through it. And that you had noticed everybody was bored while they were exercising, which was kind of the light bulb for you, that you wanted to do something that would help everybody enjoy exercising more. Is that, is that kind of a fair way to put it? Yeah. And, I, and I'll kind of break down like how we think of the product and the business today, because it'll give you a good understanding. Um, we think that fitness for the longest time has always been about the end of the workout. So how do you feel at the end of your workout? How many calories did you burn? 
but no one ever talks about the actual workout experience, like how you felt during the workout. And so that's really our focus is making the actual workout itself the most enjoying part. Because if you can do a great job at that, then people are going to work out more often. More people are going to work out and they're going to work out for longer with higher intensity. And that's kind of been our goal. So, so when, when you, you know, talk to our community, they're not talking about, hey, look at how well I did on this leaderboard or how many calories I burned. They're talking about, man, that was so fun beating you at this point, scoring this many points, killing those bugs. Like that's what they're talking about, which is the actual workout itself. And um, yeah, it kind of makes sense. Could you kind of also take me through, and, and this partially goes back to what's been going on the last year and a half with the pandemic where gyms had to be closed all over the world and people were home. Do you see your product more as Peloton? It's going to be in somebody's house. Or do you see this as rows of these in gyms and people are competing against one another sitting next to one another? Yeah, we definitely see both. And I'll explain that when I first started the business, um, you know, we have a pretty crazy concept at the time. Like we're putting video games on business fitness equipment. No one's really done that before. So we didn't have much support from investors and in the community at that point. And so we started bootstrapping into the B2B space. So we went into vertical markets. So your, your hotels, your uh, condominium, uh, hmm. campuses, those type of places. And that's really where our business kind of was built out of. And then, since the pandemic, obviously that's how the business has taken a hit. And then we came out with a home product and that's really exploded. But our roots have always been in the B2B side. So we, are, we feel that uh, that's such a huge opportunity that we're going to continue working on it. And there's uh, a, a huge space over there for the connected fitness gaming market. Uh, but at home as well. So kind of both. So I want to go back to what you were saying about, and I'm one of those people that I, I, I'm with you. I, I, I always, when I work out, I'm thinking about the end. I'm not thinking about enjoying really the process of doing it. And so this, this really, this speaks to me, this type of, you know, this type of equipment speaks to me. Um, but I want to go back of, you know, you would look around and you would see this amongst other people. Do you see that in people in gyms? Because the people in gyms, in my experience, actually do want to be there. And those are the people that are motivated to get through their workouts in probably a different way than I am. So I wonder if your product kind of does really work for the more sheepish people among us who don't really want to go to the gym, but do want to have a really good time working out and being healthy. Yeah, 100%. I'll say two things. So we have a post-purchase survey where we ask our uh, our customers after they purchase, you know, where they heard about our product and, and so on. And one of the questions that we ask is, uh, how often you work out and how many times have you rode before? And it's it's a crazy stat, but 90% of our customers have not rode more than two times in their life. <laughs> and most customers are not active. And it blows my mind just, yep. just hearing that stat. And, and kind of going back to going to the gym, when you go to the gym, you know, I'm an avid gym goer still. I love lifting weights. And you look at people on the treadmills or the bike, they're not really, they're not present. They're not really pushing themselves like you would if you're training for, like you're an athlete and you're training. And that's what I think our, our, our games and experience does is it really brings out the athlete in you because you're going to push yourself so much harder when you know you're competing against someone from halfway around the world or you're trying to beat your own high score. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see because uh, I, I fall into this. I'm one of these people. Like I want to work out. I want to do it more. I don't like the process of it very much. And I've never been particularly comfortable in a gym. So all of this home equipment to me is, is very, very, very interesting 
but I'm with you. It's got, there's gotta be something attached to it. Otherwise I know it's going to sit in the corner of my house. I'm never going to use it. Yeah, exactly. And, and kind of the unique thing about us, I don't know how, how unique it is, but uh, obviously we have a, we have a, a premium product and then there's a membership portion tied to it. Um, but I believe that if you're buying this premium piece of equipment, you should have a functioning machine, regardless if you pay for the membership or not. Yeah. And so we, we still give you, you can create a profile, you can track your workout history, you can have your basic you know, metrics and change resistance all for free. But 99% of the people, if not 100% that purchase our rower, use the membership because they actually see value in the experience and how enjoyable it is. So long-term, are you guys a hardware company or a software company? You're going to license out the games to other makers or I guess potentially put it in other machines? Yeah, that's a very good question. And that's what really excites, um, you know, our investors and, and, and myself and our team is, you know, we don't see ourselves as a rowing company. I'm not a rower um, and, and we don't see ourselves as a hardware company. We see ourselves as a fitness entertainment company. And our vision is, is to to have our technology, our very engaging experience, not just on our machine, but on other OEM manufacturers' machines. Pretty much anyone that's running Android can run our software. Mm. And if you look at the content itself, it's not rolling. You're, you know, you're shooting bugs or you're shooting robots or you're racing against Olympic athletes in a Tron-inspired world. So we can really apply pretty much all the game psychology and physics to pretty much every piece of fitness equipment, not just rowing. It's all very cool, really modern. Thanks for joining us. Andy Huang is the founder and CEO of Averon. Thank you so much. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. On the next Future Sport Podcast, perfecting the swing continues to evolve. A, a lot of the technology companies in sports now are focused on the on the broadcast or, or the, you know, the league or, uh, or uh, broadcast uh, contract level. Uh, we at Soto, we really are a player development company, and, and we focus all of our data at the player, both at the pro at the pro level, but all the way down to the high school and even at the at the you know junior high level. That's Art Chu, general manager of North America for Repsoto, where data collection is helping baseball and softball players and golfers take their games to new heights. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein.